This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Eddie Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking at Billy Bones. Paolo Diggio. West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast? Season 9, episode 34, a pandemic special. And because of that, we've got five presenters in the virtual studio. Um, Let's start off. We've got Georgie back. Georgie, Georgie, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, I am at home and doing a podcast with you from my front room. Are you in self-isolation? Uh, no, I'm not yet. But I, I, Are you working from home? I'm fully prepared to be working from home from tomorrow afternoon, probably, yes. John, where are you? What are you doing? In my loft, Sean, talking to you. Are you working from home? Uh, no, I'm not. How, how do you work from home in the business you do? I can't, oh, work. I can't work from home. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do the wife's list. <laughs> uh, no, and Nigel, we, we can't Nigel, where are you and what are you doing? I don't even said. Why are you saying it like that? I don't even said. Um, I'll just take my mask off. I don't want to catch. Oh, no, okay. them computer can, can viruses that you go down with. Can I work from home? Yeah. No. Hmm. And <laughs> last but not least, well, okay. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, uh, we have a guest presenter, David Housig. Hey. Good evening, David Housig. How are you? How are you? And what are you doing? I'm fine. I'm in my house in America. Make America great again. Talking to you guys. Making America great again. You, <laughs> yeah. you, your president, your president, what? has banned us Brits from what? coming over. 
Your yeah, president, in... I was supposed uh, to come yeah. to Atlanta, Georgia uh, uh, in Easter, and your president has banned me from coming. Well, you, you Can you see the correlation between the two events? <laughs> yeah. Sean's coming. Anyway. Do something. You're, you're infected, Sean. So... I, I am in self-isolation. I would like to take uh, this opportunity to apologize for my, my words last week. I apologize for anyone I offended. I had a fever at the time. That's the excuse I'm going to use. I did not mean to say anything. I apologize for all Italians, all Europeans, and I unreservedly take back everything I said. It was wrong. It was crass. What about the old panda? And I apologize. And old people. I apologize to everybody. What about the stadium and Karen um, Brady? Can can we move on? Maybe. So uh let's let's obviously we've got two things to talk about. We've got the London Stadium survey and we've 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 got the Premier League. But let's start with the Premier League. Let's start with the uh coronavirus or COVID nineteen. Um obviously we've had the announcement just before we were about to play Wolves on Sunday we had the announcement that the Premier League is um, suspended to the 3rd of uh, April we've got UEFA meeting tomorrow almost definitely going to ban Euro 2020 ban it or or postpone it cancel it Um, and we've got the Premier League meeting Thursday Um, let's start with the guests let's start with you David um Karen Brady says it should be null and void. Do you agree with her? What do you think should happen? I wish it hadn't said it that way. I really do. Um, but I don't see us play or anybody playing again in these few weeks. The trajectory that you see in other countries, is it still going to get worse before it gets better? Uh, I don't see how they're going to, even if they do start the season late, then you start getting into finishing in August or September when the next season is supposed to start. The The domino effect becomes, I think, too much of a logistical nightmare. So, um, and I guess if I were... What's your solution then? Do you agree with Karen Rita Brady and say null and void, cancel the season as if it didn't exist, no one gets relegated, no one gets promoted, and Liverpool aren't promoted, uh, aren't crowned champions? To, I, I disagree with one point of that. I would null and void it. I would say we stop. We don't play again. Nobody goes up. Nobody goes down. But the mathematical reality is that Liverpool should just be given the title as much as I hate them. And that's it. You can yell at me. Don't like it. I don't care. And I still but you know what? Brady. It doesn't matter whether they're given the trophy because everyone will go, nah, you never really won it because you never finished the season. Yeah, so it would be a stigma. There's, there's other instances uh, in sports where like the spirit of the game overtakes the, okay. the written rule. And that would be one of them for me. Yes, that's okay. my answer. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go in the order of how people join the podcast. So Nigel in your shed, do you agree with Karen Reed to Brady or what's your solution to the, the enigma? Well, you know, I never agree with her. So yeah. So what should happen? Frankly, what should happen is the league should be finished at the earliest possible time, be that in May, September. June, July, August, September, October, November, or December. Uh, the game, what the league. January? Yeah, even if it goes in, finish wow. this wow. league, then start. And delay the next one. The next one. Well, mm. let's face it, the players of all, you just, because if you say, let's give Liverpool the title, yeah? So does then West Brom get the title in? In the championship, 
I said nobody goes up and nobody goes down. So if that's you favouring one team over another when it's just as important to those clubs. Coventry City have we're just gone top. Coventry City have just gone top in League One. Um, mm. If you cancel the league, who's to say that they may not get back up next time? As John the, the, the financial said, imp- the financial implications of the whole league not finishing on all clubs, lower league especially, more than Premier League. The leagues need to be finished and then it be finished at the earliest possible occasion. Yeah. I believe it will probably be, I think, July, August time would be a good time to do it. Um, so then finish you, the league. And how would it... Well, you could, you could you have a two-week break. Yeah, but then you go a two-week break. They're, let's face it, they're off now, aren't they, the players? They're not playing. So... They'll go into the season, or they'll finish this season. People go, oh, they won't be ready. You got to have it. It'll be the same for all teams across the board. So it would be down to whoever deals with it the best. They're training, though, aren't they, players? The ones that aren't yeah, self-isolating. They're, they're, they're not training at the ground, though, George. They are they're not. Tr- no, they're having individual training. Um, Suchek published a picture of himself running, but they are training their own personal fitness programs while but once they decide back, when whether to open rush green or not after deep but, clean but this is the thing the easy thing to do in it you can test individual players and, and you'll find that individual players are okay and then if need be and i still say the same if need be if you want to play games behind closed doors play it behind closed doors but finish the league okay john have Hello. you got a different view um, no, really. I, oh, I mean, I'd like you to have a different view. Try and have a different view. Make, <laughs> make one up. All right, all right okay. I, I would. I'd give Liverpool a certificate. Thanks for playing and well done. <laughs> good job. Um, yeah, you, you nearly did a really good job. I'm unfortunate. Yeah. Um, almost champions. Almost there. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't be opposed to them because if you look at it, this isn't going to go away rapid. You know, this is there's no way this season's finishing. So I think you know you could realistically say, right, let's just suspend the season now until even if you said like next January, next February, let's do that, knowing full well that you could probably, if it clears up sooner, you could finish it sooner of the year, knowing full well that the Euros is going to be probably next summer now, because they're going to probably cancel the Euros for this summer and do it next summer. Yeah. So you could sort of realistically say, right, let's shut it down now till October, November next year. We we do the cups again, we do all of that. But well one one suggestion off. I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it to you is to promote uh, West Brom and Leeds um and, and obviously that goes down the leagues uh to in, increase the size of the Premier League but cancel the domestic um uh, cup next year. And therefore, and then five teams get uh, relegated next season. Yeah, I don't. I can't see that. Well, that was the first year again, of the Premier that's... League, right? Wasn't weren't there twenty two teams in the very first year of the Premier League and Palace? Yeah, that was because historically, no, no, no. That was historically we always had twenty two. Okay. We only dropped to twenty to try and line up with Europe. It was a bloody European thing. Uh oh. <laughs> Would you not agree with that though, John? No, you don't no, I don't. That, so. I I think that. Just doesn't work. It's, Get it's another all two again, games a year. It's, it's all in favour of the leagues again to at the, more of the football, cups. More broadcasting. 
Yeah, but let's keep the cups. We, we all need a cup, don't we? We're not going to win any leagues. We're not going to win any cups. Yeah. But yeah, let's just, I mean, let's basically, there's going to be, I think there's going to be two things. They will either null and void it or they will make some attempt to finish it. I can't see them doing anything like you're suggesting there, really. Right. Well, George has got the hardest bit because he's asked last. George, have you well, got I've, a fantastic I've got solution? An, I've got an idea. It's not mine. Oh, I haven't heard it. But I yeah. don't really know how it work for the other leagues. But for And you'll see what I mean. So I heard a suggestion that, I think, is it nine games we've still got to play? Is it nine? Something like that. Yeah. Ten if so, you're Aston Villa. For, um, Aston Villa, yeah. So what the suggestion is, is that for the first ten games, so the season finishes now, but for the first ten games or nine games, depending on who, what team you are, for next season, count towards this season as well. And then everyone gets, and, and it counts for next season as well. So if we get relegated then after them ten games, what yeah, do we exactly. Have to... I haven't thought that bit through yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I said it doesn't work for like the other leagues and who comes up, who goes down, that kind of thing. But it was a really good idea when I thought about it. Now I thought about it a little bit more, and and it's not. <laughs> but at least it's something different, eh? Yeah. Well, I, I've got my last idea, and this probably won't work for David because he won't know what this is, and probably not George. But if you go back to the old days, there used to be a pools panel. Do you remember that, uh, Nigel and John? I do. Yeah. So why can't we bring back a pools panel and get the last nine uh, games decided by a pools panel? They, they, you know, they might just do something like that. They might get a, a group of specialists. And problem with that is go on. But uh, there is a problem with that. Go on. Uh, yeah. The pools panel never predicted scores. Did they not? Did they just say home win? Yes, yeah, it doesn't did. matter though. Does it? Does it matter? You just it say home when you, win when away. When you only sitting above relegation on goal difference. Yeah, yeah. All right, Paul's panel with scores. Get Piers Morgan, Alan Sugar, Piers uh, Morgan. Um, who else? Piers Morgan's uh, not going to do anything other than shouting, "Be scared! Be scared!" Who else? Simon Cow, uh, and Keith Hackett. There you go. Philip's Philip's <laughs> you, you, you're not keen on my Paul's panel idea. Um, by the or, way, for those of you, you who just are get young, five people or, called Paul, and then it's Paul's panel. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what a Paul's panel is, before the um, national lottery and all these other things and online bookies and everything, everyone used to play the pools, and people used to come round to your door uh, with paper pools you have to tick all you have to get score draws and they take i don't know two bob um how much was the pools john do you remember oh no i was, I was paying about two pound fifty when i last did it yeah. liverpool uh, um liver who was it who was the pools people little woods little woods that's it little, little woods setters or vernon's that's right and vernon's and they'd come around the little old man with with the flat cap would take your money and then whoever got it, you could get ooh, under a thousand pounds if you got eight million. score draws. Was it a million quid? Yeah, you become a millionaire. You had to get eight out of ten score draws. But yeah, yeah you only got a million pound if there was only eight score draws. Yeah. Did anyone ever win it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fam- yeah. It was before the lottery. Yeah, In everyone the used 60s, to play. It. Viv Nicholson, big famous winner. She won the polls and they said, what are you going to do with it? And she said, spend, spend, spend. She won like, I think, 150 grand, which was, you know, like a million pound modern day. 
And she did exactly what she said. She spent, 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 and went skin in a few years. And then they made yeah. a film about it. I did, yeah. They, um, and, and just, I know it's not a Paul's podcast, um, but they, because Fools. there was no under, um, under pitch heating in those days, a lot of the games used to be called off when it, in the winter, didn't they? Either they were frozen or snowing or, or whatever. So that's where the Paul's panel used to come in and say, you know, you'd have two or three games called off every every week, wouldn't you, across the divisions in the winter? Yep. Those were the but anyway, days. Enough well, reminiscing of Paul's. Dave, are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here. I still stand by everything I said. I, I Logistically, I think everything I said is right. I appreciate what everybody else said, and I just don't think you're right. I don't think okay, it can work. Right. Well, let's move on to let, let's move on to the uh, London Stadium um, oh, yes. survey. <laughs> How many people? Who who actually filled it out on this podcast? I did. David, Nigel. Yeah, I filled it in. Uh, John. Yes, I did. George. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you really though? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. So eleven thousand six hundred and seventy-two. Also supported by Hammers United this year. Hello. Um, the, the largest um, uh, amount of people Dave? ever. The largest amount of people. Have we really lost Dave? I don't know. He was just saying hello, wasn't he? No, he, no, he's saying hello on the phone. No, no, no. Because he was... I, hit, I tried to hit mute. My bad. Sorry. It was a doctor's uh, office. <laughs> amateur hour. Continue. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the more, more interesting questions, and I just want to know what you answered um, and I'm going to give what the um, the first question, the the more interesting question. After four years at the London Stadium, was it a good move? Fifteen percent said yes. Sixty-seven percent said no, and the rest weren't not sure. So quickly, um, David. Yeah, it was a good move. Are you out of your mind? It's the biggest look, right, catastrophe look, let's, let's be in the history of let's stadium. Cut this question. No. Let's not. All, it was all, a disaster. All four of you are going to say no to this. Yeah, aren't you? of course. Is anyone? Uh, yeah, you're all going to say no. I'd um, like so to remain anonymous, need... actually. All right. Okay. I'm going to still say Who yes, and I'll come back to that later. <laughs> um, Hold up. Go on. Go say on. why. Come on. It ain't worth coming back to it later. Quickly. All right. The reason I say it's still a good move, I still think long term. It's the right thing to do, whether you like the owners or not. Owners come and go, as Nigel would say. Um, but the stadium's here for the next 99 years. I still think it's it's a good move. I still like uh, going to the stadium. I still think the transport for me is good when, when the trains aren't striking. Oh, Jesus. I like the match day experience. Hey, I like my Sean, seat. Sorry, Sean, how is the transport good? How, was Compared it worse, to trying to get, get to Bowling Ground. It, it was wasn't awful. hard, was it? Oh, it was no, not it was. Hard. Trying, we had to we used to get a plasto and just... Yeah. We used to walk in from, you know, it's, it's no different. I think it's slightly easier. You, less, less no, from you've got to stadium, Sean, and you have to spend as much time, if not more, walking through tunnels and over bridges and through a shopping center to get to where you're going. That does not, Am I allowed it's not my the opinion? definition of am, a good... Am I not allowed my own opinion? It depends on whether it's sensible or just nonsensical. I don't know. I no, mean, it is six minutes. It's six minutes from Pudding Mill Lane to the turnstile. I don't see that no, as a I, big problem. It used, 
No, it is. It ain't. I've timed it. it six, six minutes. Not with your little legs, it ain't. I'm telling you now. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, it's, it's no easier, Sean. We still have to chop and change trains and things to get there. I think it's absolutely no easier. Is almost the most objective of the five of us because I didn't grow up with the bowling. And, you know, in, in many ways, I shouldn't care, right? So all I can do is report. I went to Upton Park a number of times. I've been to the Thunderdome a number of times. And I found getting to and out of the Upton Park area easier than getting to and from Stratford. Absolutely. By train, no no doubt. Although I ran the state, I think it was a protest um, result. I'm going to say what the biggest answer was. You tell me if you disagree with it. That's the way I'm going to do it, right? When will the London Stadium feel like the proper home? Fifty-seven percent said it will never. It never will. Does anyone disagree with that? No, nope. I'd prefer to remain anonymous. Why? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> if <laughs> look, this one is only for Nigel, right? If you're a season ticket holder, do you plan to renew next season? Twenty-six percent said they will. Nigel? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I will still renew. I did answer yes. Because you love the London Stadium. No, not because I love the London Stadium. That is where West Ham are playing. Because you love West Ham. Yeah. Yes. Now, I know, again, this one is only for Nigel. Uh, and I know the answer to this. If you're a season ticket holder and you use Ticket Exchange, um, what do you do with the matches you can't make? Um I know it's. I never miss a game. Well, you've missed a lot, Mister uh, Carl. Yeah, so I did not answer that this season because so, I've not been every game. I prefer game. to leave my nine percent. Say I prefer to leave my uh, seat empty. And that was what the percentage that I was in. Yeah, yeah. I sell it every every time I can't make it. I always put it on exchange. Nine times out of ten, it sells. Um, what is your view of general match day atmosphere in terms of volume? And support the team. Now, this isn't a club one or a board one. Um, 36% said poor, 42% said average. Did anyone on this podcast, apart from me, uh, do good or excellent? What? You no. did? What did you do, Sean? What did you, did you really? Good. I put average, actually. Oh, right. But, but do you know what? I would argue on some of the games, that Chelsea game we went to, the cup game, where there was a bit of a riot, was an amazing game. And so was the um, Palace yeah, game. Sure, and there was, was one like other the, game. That was like one of the first games there. How long was it? The Chelsea now? riot. It yeah. was, but it was a really good. But it showed that atmosphere can be created by supporters. Yeah, no, the atmosphere that... was created, Sean. Yeah. Because of the riot. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. No, it was it was it was quite good before that. No, no. <laughs> were you at that game? Do. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah. I was there. We were there. Were you with me? George, we were with Murph, weren't we? Right near the standing on the seat. I have a question for you, Sean. You're mentioning these games. Uh, uh, Chelsea was a League Cup match, so in a way, that's a bit different because it's a, it's not a normal crowd. But fine, we'll give it to you. Uh, Palace with, um, I'm assuming, with Carroll's bicycle kick, and you could probably add from yeah, what I've heard the, the Spurs game where Lanzini scored. Or we want yeah. fine. Those are three games. Yeah, the atmosphere right. was great, one. right? Yeah. How many games right. at Upton Park in the last, say, five years you were there? 
Could you even bother to count how many were great atmosphere? Or were so many of them equivalent atmosphere to the three games you've had to pluck out of your memory to talk about? Am I right? I'm going to say that a lot of a lot of people have no. You're not oh. right because a lot of people have rose tint, tinted glasses, and and, and a lot of games under Sam Allardyce were bloody awful, and we didn't sing. There was no atmosphere at the bowling ground, so let's not let's not pretend that every single game at the bowling ground was like the place was. No, rocking, but was that was that atmosphere true. because that's, the bowling ground saying, it, or was that because the football was horrible and everybody hated Allardyce? I don't I know. know. You don't know. Just, <laughs> He's got absolutely stuffed in there, Sean. Well, well, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just, I don't know because I, I don't have a very good memory back to those days. I just don't remember that it's rocking every single game at the bowling no, it, ground. Well, look, the, look, Upton Park weren't rocking every single game. Right? And, I, and I don't know anybody that says that. And neither did it I. It was never the same when they moved the stadium, did they? No, but I mean, the, the stadium, the seating was moved, the chicken run got moved. Do you remember? That was done for a yeah. reason. That was done to enable them to build the chicken run further yeah, yeah. forward to increase the capacity up to 40,500. So that that was only supposed to be a temporary uh, movement. Um and what people don't realise is actually when they built the West Stand, the pitch was further away from the West Stand, but because all the corporate facilities, and this is true, was in the West Stand, the club actually moved the pitch over <laughs> twice till it was right up to the West Stand. If you look when the West Stand was built in 2001, there was a bigger gap between the, the West Stand and the pitch. And then they realised that all the corporates were sitting in the West Stand, so they moved the pitch over. Um, anyway, it's not bowling. That, it's no. not live a long lived bowling no, but podcast. It, I don't know. As I said, I don't know anyone that, that that says it was rocking every game. But by and large, the way the, the stadium was set out, with the fans mainly bunched together, gave a better creation of an atmosphere with less people. And you can see that in a lot of stadiums around the country, smaller yeah. grounds. You know. Wimbledon in the cup. Yeah, I, I won't disagree with that, but I, I do agree. But, but my point is, in those three games, it shows that supporters can make the effort. Three games, games out of yeah, but it shows that it's, it's not just. But that's not just the stadium's fault. It shows that if supporters really were motivated, they can make the place rock. Sean, because I had the, bo- the for the, the bowling to rock. You needed inspir- You needed like controversial Seven inspiration people. on the on the pitch, basically. And that's how that place used to rock. And so, you know, you'd get a close game or something happened that you, and it would lift the whole place. And then the whole yeah. ground would stand and the whole ground would sink. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Now, yeah. at this stadium, you, you, if you get something extraordinary, one little corner might make a bit of noise, but the people behind them are so far away from them, they don't join in. And it doesn't yeah, connect. I, I, so I it get takes, that, which is why it takes it's taken a very an extraordinary thing. Which takes is why a it's very extraordinary thing for it yeah, to all link up and for it which all is to, to happen. Right, let's move on. This is what I don't understand so much. <laughs> which is why I said average. Let's move on. <laughs> um, what, what is your view of the quality of stewarding and security taking into account the last game you visited? Now, what did this you one is on? done. I said good. Oh, I yeah? think the what stewarding you, what about is the riots? good. Well, no, the last game. Read, read the question, right? This this is an exam question. I, did you pass your exams, George? 
He passed more than you, Sean. <laughs> I know he did, but this is a this is a point of saying read the question in the exam, which is um the quality of stewarding and security take into account the last game you attended at the London Stadium. I don't know what the last game was. But I think the stewarding has improved and the security has improved. But suddenly there's a great big swing. 38% said average, 42% said poor. George, you, you've brought this up. So from the last game you visited, did did you find the stewarding poor or average? Or did it just um, not come across your mind? Uh, I mean, the only the only negative experience I had was when we we had a, we actually had American relatives um, over oh, yeah, in the game with us, and um, we stayed behind for a beer as as we're encouraged to do. Um, and before we left the stadium, they wanted to have a picture outside, back by the seats, and we were asked uh, not to do that. You know, I mean, we did it anyway. So you could argue that the stewarding isn't great on both accounts by the fact that they weren't very reasonable and also didn't enforce their rules. But um, Oh, whose phone was that? It wasn't me. That sounded like country and western music. Don't, no both. way. Uh-uh. <laughs> my, my ringtone is I'm forever blowing bubbles. You'd know it's my phone. It was John then. He's been very right. All right. Anyway, what did you answer for this, if you're not going to... I, I don't actually remember if I'm honest, um, probably poor. <laughs> Do you, see, are you one of the people who just like, Nigel just went poor, 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 Actually, poor, on the street, <laughs> I didn't put poor, so... Didn't you? What'd you put? No. Uh, I think I put, I find the steward in to be, um, is, was it average? Is it average or good? Um, average, I don't good have, or excellent. I, yeah, I don't have a problem with the steward in there. I think I put average. I didn't want to give it too okay. good a rating, but I mean, okay. it wasn't poor. The next one I'm going to ask John, because I know it's one of his favourites. What is your view on the quality choice and price of food or drink within the London <laughs> Stadium? You must have said excellent. You were 1%. You said excellent, John. 10% said good. 35% average. 54 said poor this, this season. John, which which category were you in? Um, I put uh, poor. Yeah. And, on, on what grounds? On the grounds London, that London Stadium, on the grounds that you know you pay a lot of money for a pissy pint of beer, um, you can never get the same beers twice, and you can go down at half time and they've run out of pies. Um, yeah, you're right just, on the pies. So, there's so many things. I mean, I, I as you know, I haven't really been much this season at all. But yeah, you know, when I was going, we hasn't improved much. If it were oh, yeah, has it changed? We still yeah. run out of pies. Um, Do you remember we used to go out and go, sorry, did you not know we were coming? You know, it's, it's yeah. like... Well, we got special beers for you from Karen Brady, didn't we? Karen Brady arranged for John to have some beers in our bar. That's how bad it got that each had little tins well, she got, of... She got say, some, some tins of, of bitter Smith, down please. there or whatever, yeah. yeah. And cheap, that, cheap that, Guinness. Well, Keith, he, uh, Keith <laughs> has the uh, iron ale every. That's on a pump, but that is six pound a pint. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's over. It's over, everything's overpriced. It's poor quality, and there's not enough of anything. So, yeah. You know, and, and the rib man was there. But that is stadium food. <laughs> but he forgot to renew his health and but safety. John, that's unfortunately, he forgot to that's renew his health and safety, food. so he's been chucked that's out. Stadium again. food everywhere, John. Yeah, no, because I mean, you're a captive yeah, but, audience. They've got you. They don't care. Here, eat this like tubed meat of you know, unknown origin and some stale bread and you're going to pay me whatever I tell you to pay me. I mean, I, I put 
I put average because I don't expect anything, and I rarely get anything, so I'm not disappointed. Yeah. The, 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 the line of the move was, you know, prices would be less. I mean, we're supposed to be in line with other London clubs. Tottenham are cheaper than us. You know, it's, it's, everything is based on the fact of what we were promised when we moved. Uh, you know, a 13% the, the least they can swing is poor a hot this season compared to last season. I'm not sure the food has got any worse, but again, I think that's that protest vote. I think people have just had enough of it, you know. All right. I'll ask George for the next one. What is your experience of the London Stadium sight lines and views from the pitch from your seat? So I'm going to ask from the seat you last sat in uh, for the, was it the why don't, why don't you ask Newcastle Nigel? game? No, because he sits in the gods. So I'm asking you this question. What well, did you answer? I don't. 9% excellent, 20 29% good, 31% average, <laughs> 31% poor. <laughs> Where I did you fit, George? I think I'm at poor. But, really? Yeah, Come no, on. No, I don't, I don't remember. Um, what what yeah. do you, your I mean, old seat, which no, you sat I, in? I was always quite honest about that seat and um, would still still hold that opinion now that it wasn't any worse than our seat at Upton Park, really. So um, what is it? Go on, you can say it. You can say the word. I'd, g- g- I'd probably g- say, g- yeah, it's a, it's a good seat. Of all the seats there, it's a good seat. And I'm sat in a few yeah. different ones. I, I use the word excellent for mine. I'm one of the 9%. I put it down as good, that seat. Good, good, good. Uh, Nigel? Yeah, I, I, I said the view was brilliant. <laughs> and the That's stadium sight lines? Sarcasm. Uh, well, you listen, poor, you know, yeah. I told you, of course I put poor. You chose the seat. And, hold up, and someone yeah. raised a really good question, right? No, no, no. Well, if you no, don't like no, your site, why can't you no, move? Don't. Well, because I sit where I sit now. You know, you weren't we? In, I don't think we were all in the meeting together, were we? There was about 11 of us who went to the meeting. Yeah, we I, were. You had your special glasses on. Yeah, no, yeah, we all went there. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, I weren't allowed to move downstairs. Yeah, I had to that. sit upstairs. Yeah. So, um, I, I, so when you say I've got to choose my seat, I got to choose what was left. You know, we had the crumbs. That's all I had to what choose. What I'm from. saying is, every year you could move. Keith Milton, yeah, uh, friend, um, got a seat in the gods like you. Moved down. He's in one one four now. Yes, that's true. John told him we're in one one four and not one one three, and he got in the wrong <laughs> section. <laughs> but the reason for that true is, story, bro, is that I'm not giving them scumbags any more of our money. Well, so, that's the real problem, isn't it? Yeah, but I'll openly admit that. So you voted good. You like your seat, yeah? No, I said it was poor. You didn't ask about the price. You said about the view and whatever. Yeah, good price, though. Right, next one. How do you rate your general match day experience? Remember, your match day experience is about the whole day. Uh, who am I going to ask this one? David. Uh, <laughs> David, go on. Yeah, David. Been a few times. <laughs> On the last game you went to, your your match day experience, Leicester. Yeah, that's kind of an unfair one because we all know where we all sat that day. So I, that's just all right. Burnley yes. was the one no, before no, that. No, no, but that's no, that unfair. Of course, it's unfair. Context. Yeah, you get like a free upgrade on an airline, right. and you go, well, well, first class here. That's pretty good. Not that you paid for it, but my last game before that was no, 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 no. It's the Leicester game. I want you no. to talk about. I can talk about anything I want. 
No. Yes. In fact, if you want, you want to know what it's I'm going to It's my question. It's my survey. I can ask what I bloody well want. But it's his answer, right. and he can choose no. to answer it the I way he wants. I think that the London Stadium's yeah. corporate hospitality was very, <laughs> very poor, sure. considering the amount of money we know that that box cost. Really, just <laughs> awful. When I can cook better than them, that's a scary thought. Now, go back to the game. The last time I went to a game, not let, what was it? It wasn't Burnley. Uh, what was the one before that? Oh, it was Wolves. Uh, no, Watford with the family. Okay, so I went to the Watford match with the family where we just got on the train. We went I walked through. Met up with what? you. I didn't hear you. You had a great day that day as well. Because of my family. Being there with my wife and kids was great. The match day experience, getting to the stadium, getting into the seats. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a, it, it's a you piss it. poor place to go watch a football match. No, oh. look, you should be talking about you should be talking about you're in a in a really good box. You went, you were one of the first people on the carpet. You met the chairman. You met loads yeah, of ex players. But that's um, not a fair assessment of the match bag. day experience. So maybe asking me, but it was the last fair. game you went Again, to. How did I like being upgraded to first class, like on British Airways? I loved it. It was great. <laughs> Did I pay for it? No. So is that a fair assessment of British Airways in a general sense? Probably not. But no. So then maybe I'm not the fairest person to ask because the times I've gone right, to the game and just a regular travel. old guy on the on the underground getting there, I thought it was just a nightmare. Awful. Yeah, we're gonna move we're moving on to travel. So the experience of traveling to and from the uh, London Stadium, three eight percent excellent, twenty seven percent good, thirty percent average, thirty five percent poor, ten percent swing on poor. Um, this one, um, Nigel, you this time, um, you drive, didn't you? You where'd you park? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I think he's on mute. 
Oh, he's on mute, yeah. Sorry, lads. Sorry, talking away there. <laughs> what I was saying is, which is quite <laughs> funny, I was on mute, is I'm not yeah. telling you where I park in case people go <laughs> and park there. <laughs> so um, if you know me, text me if you want to know, and I'll text you back uh, like I did to Marion. Um, yeah. So, but it's a, it's a good car park, and it's literally 10 minute walk to the ground. I used to say this was good, but I must admit my Southwestern um, experience over the last few months has been poor because they've cancelled all the trains every weekend. What I would say to that, though, is that's got nothing really to do with it. It's a stupid question because it's got really nothing to do with the London Stadium because if the trains are sodded up, they would have been sodded up for you whether you was going to the Upton Park or the London Stadium. But isn't it a fair question, just the general, from on average, from where you start to where you, how you get to the stadium, how is it as an experience? I mean, it's no, I don't, because that's out of the, that's out of the whim of the, of the club. What what you have to go there to get to the game, that's that's your own personal choice. To be fair, it, some people get the ump having to go half hour. Some people will go four or five hours. Look at people like Dodsey and you know coming down from Yokel Land over in Yorville and all down that way, you know. His tractor only goes like 25 mile an hour, and he, he's always yeah. there to kick off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for time, I'm going to move on because I said we're going to keep this podcast to an hour. Uh, West yeah, Ham have been criticised for not paying enough to running costs. Do you think West Ham should pay more? This is a historic question. 33% said yes. Uh, 39% said no. The rest said don't know. By the way, I've just written an article saying actually – the London Stadium will be saving loads of money when West Ham. If West Ham don't play their last five games, they're saved seven hundred and fifty grand because it costs two hundred and fifty grand a game, the stewarding and running costs, and we only pay a hundred grand towards it. And if they don't have to move the seats, that's another four million. So there's nearly five million saved to taxpayers' money if we don't play in it the rest of the season. Um, John, do you think we should pay more for the taxpayer? You're a London taxpayer. Um, I said no. You said no. Okay. I said no, right, we I'm shouldn't pay more. The next two questions, I'm sure you both answered yes. The t- next two questions are, do you think West Ham will become a top six club within the next five years of moving to the stadium? So we're nearly there already because we're at four years. 3% said yes. And then the second question, I want to put this in, and do you think West Ham will kick on to the next level and become a top four team in the next 10 years after moving to the stadium? So we've got another six years of that. 3% said yes again. Um, George, were you in the 3%? Uh, I think I probably wasn't on this occasion. You sure? Nigel, you must have been in the 3% I'm sure. then. I would actually prefer to remain anonymous. I must have been in the what? 3% who said we will kick on to a top four or top six. Yeah, of course next. I was. Yeah. <laughs> John, it was you then. It was you then, John. Yeah, no, unfortunately it wasn't. Okay. Uh, we Which are going to move know, on. Yeah, Sean. Come it on. was me. No, I didn't answer. I said no for both of those. Right. Here's here's the elephant in the room. This is this is the uh, the money shot. Is that the right term? Maybe not. Um, Probably not. Do you, <laughs> do you, <laughs> oh, do you think West Ham are doing uh, West Ham board are doing a good job? One uh, percent said excellent. Yay. Four percent uh, said good. Twenty-two um, percent said average. That's what I answered. And 73% said poor. Biggest swing in the survey, 57% swing to poor 
from last season. You're going to share your vote um, on that one, Sean? Where last season it was, I, I said average. For you? That's, <gasps> that's, a, that, that's a damning vote from you. Yeah. It is. You. It is yeah, a damning you vote. bet. I'm 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 guessing uh David uh cuz you're a real board lover what did you find? I actually tried to find if there was a way to click below the uh poor button but the the mouse wouldn't take it it was just like <laughs> I, I I wanted to see if I could fill in are you effing kidding me but it just died. so I had to choose poor I I didn't really have a choice Right I'm not going to ask Nigel cuz I know the answer I'm not going to ask John but sometimes the voice of reason, George, might have a different answer. George, what did you vote in this section? Um, <clears throat> I think I put poor. Is that an option? It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Because sometimes you like to sit on the fence and, and not be so very judgmental. Rarely, really. I mean, yeah. very much so in the last six months, I've gone very much on everyone else's Cheers side of the out. fence. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely put poor and uh, for obvious reasons. Mainly, right. Last question. Mainly because that they've um, created a scenario where we need to do a survey once a once a mm. year. Radio. Um, last question. How well does West Ham value as a supporter? One percent said excellent. Four percent said well, good. I didn't say that. Twenty-four uh, percent uh, said average, and seventy-one percent said poor. A massive swing of forty percent. Um, What's it? Peter Snow would say um, on on valuing listening supporters. Last year it was two percent excellent, twenty percent good, forty seven percent average, and thirty one percent poor. Um, these results were pretty damning. In addition, four thousand nine hundred and fifty uh, additional comments. I sent them on Saturday to David Gold, David Sullivan, Karen Brady, Tara Warren, uh, Andy Mullet. Um, Sometimes I get the reply back interesting. I've only had one reply from one of them who said, do you think I've got time to read 5,000 comments? <laughs> and I thought, no, probably not when 3,000 say GSB out. And I, I didn't edit them at all. There were some quite abusive ones as well, which I, I never quite agree with. Will anything happen from the results, you think? Will they take notice of 11,650? 72 people giving their views. Nigel? Nope. John? No, of course I won't. Hammers United released a statement on it yesterday. I don't know if you read it. Um, pointing out how it's poor. Obviously, they've called off their protests. No games, no support. It's a bit hard to have a protest. Um well, it puts them in a bit of a funny situation now, isn't it? Uh, it does. And yeah. and the fan base as a whole in regards to protesting and what you do. I mean, hmm. if only there was a way on social media of doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've promised an hour. We've got 17 minutes or even 16 minutes now. So without further ado, it's time for this. <laughs> Don't bring religion in. Without further ado, I do. Yeah, I do. I thought he said that for me. <laughs> you said hey, he's doing Facebook. that for just to yeah. welcome. Just because we got the vault sing on, mate. You don't have to start well, bringing that religion into it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, 
where I waffle along uh, while <laughs> God be praised. Uh, God bless America. The drugs this week, um, I tell you. Uh, God bless America and all who's sailing there. Um, I waffle as Nigel gets his um, <laughs> his questions guess his Twitter uh, from out. our eight listeners. Get your Twitter out, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah, this out. You've got 15 <laughs> minutes, mate. You've got 15 minutes. Well, look, it's Facebook, Twitter question time, yeah? Here we go. I'm saying you've got 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. Uh, evening, peeps. If evening. you can guess who it is. It's uh, Belinda Cass. Uh, she's not a Celine Dion fan, myself, but she... F- oh, sorry, I should say, we're recording tonight, despite one of the team being stuck in isolation. So, I didn't name you, by the way, Sean. So, I said, so, give us your best songs, and we'll try and make a Sean in Isolation top ten. So, you did didn't name, name him. Oh, I didn't name him yet. <laughs> uh, anything else, you know the drill. And I put, the show must go on, in brackets, Queen. See, I was giving people, like, tips there on what to put on. Uh, so anyway, that's why she said she don't like Celine Dion, but all by myself might be appropriate for Sean. Uh, she's only going to question is what is going to happen? Will Liverpool continue at a 30-year wait? Will we escape relegation? Will the podcast go into isolation now? Well, well, we, no we do isolate anyway as part of there's, the technology we use. There's absolutely no way you and Sean are not going to do a podcast <laughs> not hear your dulcet tones for a couple of hours in the next week or so. Wasn't it uh, George that suggested daily podcasts? And before you have a go at me, John, for going on LBC Radio with Ian Dale, it was George's suggestion in the first place. Yeah, you did. I know. I got credit for that, didn't I? Um, Oh, well, I I just think you you were the the first person I knew to have suspected a suspected case of of COVID-19. So... I was genuinely interested. And in the what... only person I knew who would get it. <laughs> yeah. So I, was, I was genuinely interested in what, what, what goes on. What, what, what were you feeling? What were the NHS doing? What were they not doing? You know, um, but I think that ship sailed a bit now because I think more and more people are getting it and it's becoming Yeah, more of course. More. Yeah. Yeah. So day four missed there, Sean. on my own. <laughs> day two. Day three. Anyone yeah. yeah. listening? Uh, she puts, uh, Given Boris has just told Londoners to avoid everything with 12 points, is that a mute point? She loves the show. Kisses, she says. P.S. Sean. This is for you, Sean. Yeah. Her name is Belinda or Belle to my friends. I think that's me. Not Katerina, as you referred to me in last week's show. <laughs> as isolation sent you mad. Sean, this is offending everyone. Katerina. Where did I come up with? Oh, God. It was drugs, wasn't it, Sean? It was the drugs. The just drugs say no. don't work. They just make you hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marion Williams is in. The old maid Marion, the wizard of Wales. Uh, he says the song has to be Lonely Boy by the Black Keys uh, and get him to watch and record himself dancing along to the video. Has there been any comments from the bald in relation to the damning survey results? Uh, well, there has, but he said he's not going to read the comments because he can't be bought to read the 5,000. Um, am I allowed to say that, Sean? Well, you have, haven't you? I don't. I don't want you saying any more than that. Because <laughs> right. Whatever it was is private and confidential. But well, sorry, yeah, right. I mean, well, we're not going to go into who will or who won't read them. No, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, Darren Milan. He says hello. 
Question for the lads, minus the shung. Eh. Uh, it says, Dazlaria, gentleman and shung, which makes him just a mere man after his outburst against the Italians. Uh, I adore the show, being one of the eight listeners so much, I've started listening to all the old podcasts from the start. He's got wow. a question is, why does the podcast theme tune was shortened and the second verse removed? Well, it was actually changed completely originally because we had uh, the Cockney Rejects first, didn't we? Um, well, lucky you I don't, that. I, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think um, it was a purposefully shortened. We, had, we were given a shortened version, and I think it's just crept its way into... Uh, the, the edits as time's gone by. Okay. So, fortunately, there's no controversial reason. It just, just happened. There you go. There you go. Does lot. He says, song for Sean, so live by version. the police. Got to go with the live version. It's great. Which, over here, Dave, you wouldn't know this, was known as Sulawli, yeah. uh, who was a BBC okay. newsreader. Um, I do have the long version, by the way, of the uh, theme tune. So maybe I'll bring out retirement for play the theme tune, one of sing our, the theme uh, tune, and the Yeah, uh, Clark Oi says generally <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. H O Y. Oi, <laughs> that's when people go. Oi, Clark, and he goes. Oi, first name first, please. Uh, generally, fans, Sean's comments last week disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> I think you could have been a bit stronger there, Clark. Oi. Sounds like a third grade anyway, teacher. You've disappointed me, Sean. Yeah. Hopefully, he recovers and realizes how ignorant they were. You ignoramus, Sean. Uh, we will refer you to the apology he gave at the beginning of the show, though, people. Uh, what would the podcast... I did want to edit it out, and you persuaded me not to edit <laughs> I it out. I just want so to say funny. that. I did say, I think I overstepped the mark. I should oh, edit it out, in. and Nigel said, no way. <laughs> oh, you idiot. Oh, dear. What, what would the podcast rather? Null and void the season, but bring up the top two in the championship and have a 22 league or postpone the season till the end of the epidemic and risk relegation. I think we kind of covered that, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Well, we'd, we'd take all day long, we'd, we'd take it. Um, yeah, I'd go we'd... for just, you know, finish the season. But the others just obviously are too worried about relegation. Ooh, uh, exactly. Friend of the show, Lewis Aaron Trout. What do you think is the best way to end the season? Do you think it should be played out, or do you think the season will actually just end? The song he's put, where well, we've done that, Lou. Keep up, son. Uh, the song he's done was "Enjoy the Silence" by Depeche Mode. Um, I think that's well, a song for his right. family. To be fair, and radio interviews and everything else. There's yeah. been no silence, no. and I've been watching Madam Secretary on. Uh, if anything, you've Prime. been more active than, than ever. I have. <laughs> Yeah, true. He's been a podcast for, for, whore. For, for someone who's got such a bad illness. No, no, I'm recovered now. I'm just in self-isolation. Apparently his company's asked for another week. Anyway, <laughs> Ian Gravitt says, Hello, lads. Great show as always. Uh, number one, he thinks is, I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Number two, On My Own by Patty LaBelle. Number three... I am the one and only by your mate Sean Chesney Hawks. And number four, yeah. only you by the players. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, he says, get well, Sean. And what happens Aww. to Suchek if the season is suspended? 
So my understanding, and we asked a senior source on this, is if we're in Doesn't the Premier League how, next right? season, then we bought him for 16 million euros. So he will Good. become our permanent player with 16 million. million and how about, payments. you know what? So there you go. He's ass. What a bargain. Can the club afford it? Well, you should say that. Um, um, what I've been told is we, we, we could face a, a forty million pound uh, loss just from not playing the last five games, and another forty million pound. We're already have got a hole in our finances, so we could see a loss next year of or this season of, of eighty eighty five so million. That forty million extra is that just come from lost TV revenue? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or payment of positions at the end of season. Do you want to explain No, 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 it's just in lost revenue. Huh? Do you want to explain it properly? Or? Well, if, if, you, if you look at the money and how it comes from the TV money, you, you literally divide it by 38 games. That's how Sky and BT pay it out. If you work out that there were nine games left, look out how much each club would miss out. Now, for bigger clubs, they would lose even more. For us, it would be about thirty-six million in just TV money losing out if if the count if the season was cancelled. Then you've got sponsors who might want money back. Then you've got ticket holders and the lost revenue you make from selling general tickets, which for West Ham is about a million pounds or one and a half million a match. Um, you know, uh, possible refunds for season tickets if that happens. Um, so. You know, the losses are, are quite huge on top of a we're already running at a forty million pound loss already. And this is without relegation, by the way. Mm. Mm. So does that Armageddon, mean all the John. does that mean all the footballers, all the players go on stat on the statutory sick? Well, they still get paid a hundred and thirty eight point five million pounds. That's the whole thing. They yeah, but do they? Why do they? They're not entitled, are they? They're yeah, they got a contract. Yeah, but you don't get your basic. You're not entitled if you. Yeah, but they like are because they're if, on the books, people, aren't they? They're not self-employed. Yeah, yeah, but even not... people, people on the books who work in the normal world, go on the statutory sick, don't they? Only Why? if they're off sick. Yeah, they're not they're, sick though. Yeah, but if they they're going to shut everything down, they're not going to be able to work. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That. They still got a contract. You still got to pay people. So does that matter? Not, is that the same working, in your world, Sean? Yeah, is that yeah, the same in your world? Yeah. So, no, you, paid. so if your company, yeah, if your company shuts down now for three months, yeah. and no one goes to work. Has your company got to pay one full money? Yeah, because they've months? got a contract. Are you sure, Sean? I am sure. Well, there are going to be tens of millions of people here right. unemployed. Because they're not self-employed, they've got a contract. Let's, let's all go and join the re-employment then, because it sounds like they're the maddest company in the world. Uh, well, they're not the maddest company in the world. They're just <laughs> any company. <laughs> it's an excellent company. They, If people have got contracts, they've got a running room. All right. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Nick Harvey says, uh, evening, gents. He's another one for Gloria Gaynor, and I will survive. He was pleased to see that Matt Law picked up on your survey in the Telegraph, and he wasn't surprised by the results. Uh, there's no football, and the Baroness is still spouting Shiite in her column, and now comes Claret and Spew are still churning out stories when there's actually nothing to say. We are churning out 11 stories a day, even with no football. I, I am quite impressed. We are uh, 
we're ahead of the game. Well, and then you still can't pay for Sean. a subscription to a spectator or whatever yeah, it is. The athlete. The athlete. Yeah. So, but I would point out that you probably put out 17, you did 20 a day, 17 were probably crap and being generous. Therefore, it's easy for you to still punt out 11 crap stories and keep, you know, it ticking over. No? I I, uh, think we produce quality. We produce exactly what our punters want. And, you know, 40,000 people can't be wrong, is all I'll say. Well, right, okay. I could talk about some 30. Well, to be fair, though, Sean, you think 40,000 people were wrong when they put down poor the London Stadium and you don't. So, actually, I beg to differ. But anyway, Ian Wiley, uh, Sean provides us with a Sue Check update. We've covered that, E. Um, and what happens if they don't finish the league, but it takes months to complete. Basically, if we if we play Premier League football next season, Sue checks ours. Uh, Paul Addison says, hello from sunny Leeds. Ah, he says, it's been lovely here today. But anyway, as for isolation songs, let's go with, I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Uh, Leaders, potatoes, or as the French say, oh, with our dolphins. There you go, for the uh, Yorkshire people. Uh, Andrew Boyd has gone with Joy Division, Isolation, uh, Echo and the Bunnymans, The Disease, and XTC, Chain of Command. Obviously loving his album songs there, uh, Boydy. Uh, Clive warning. Clive Catchall, when is Dog's Breath Brady going to stop piping up? Michael Evans. Yeah, she don't help herself from the moment, does she? No, she don't. She's a disgrace, isn't she, Sean? She Absolutely is. Absolutely disgrace. Um, uh, I, I, look, well, it's no secret we've fallen out. Um, and where is she, the she's love? Very stubborn. Where is the love? <laughs> <laughs> Who sung that? That George. Oh, dear. Wasn't anyway, Brady out. Anyway, Brady out, Sean. Brady out. Yeah, go on. This week. Uh, Michael Evans says Fever by Star Sailor. I thought it was Peggy Lee, though. And Panic by the Smiths. He said he could list hundreds, but it was spoiled of fun. Uh, Dodsey says, All right, me handsomes, how's yous doing? He said he went to the yeah. pictures today. And, well, you won't be able to do that anymore, Dodds, because they've said um, no more crowds, well, even though well, the pictures you, to Miami there's today only you well. in there. So, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, supposed to fly to Miami, so he's uh, that's off as well. All right. Well, listen, mate, I can top that. Uh, I went to the pictures today, and he says there's no ice cream and no interval. Uh, he said there was one person that comes in with night vision and goggles. If people recording a film, obviously up to no good. Uh, here comes the question. Uh, Nigel, can you confirm, Nigel, that Piers Morgan was absolutely disgusted with Sean last week on the podcast reference to his racist comments towards the Italians and his comments of, well, you've got to die of something about the old people? Uh, he says, Sorry, Sean, what was that? Well, you I've actually did say that, Sean. You said that old what people got to die of something. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was. It was taken out of context, oh, right? Yeah. And and I'm not going to dig myself any any further. That all people, we all die, we all get born, 
we all pay taxes and we all die. I'm not going to dig myself <laughs> any further from that. I apologise for what I said and anyone I ascended, offended last week. Ascended. I can't oh, believe right. Super 6 is now can't see the league anymore. It's been suspended. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Oh, oh it's been it void. <laughs> He said, Sean, how can anybody who has part of their job is to have robust plans to control coronavirus be the first person to catch it? That me laugh as well. <laughs> um, these songs for Sean he said everybody's got somebody but me by Hunter Hayes and here I go again on my own by White Snake with Only the Lonely by Roy Orbison uh, David Jones Ziggy Stardust says evening all well there's a turn up for the books is the fact that Mr X goes into hiding oh sorry isolation a result of his abuse of fellow Europeans as someone made in an offer he can't refuse or did an horse's head turn up in his bed uh, maybe I never could... said anything against the French by the way <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> what's the French got to do with it Johnny Fontaine is not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he could do a poll on European hygiene standards while in exile. Top 10 suggestion is put Laughing Gnome. Uh, Get well, Sean, soon. I don't know if that's a dig at you, actually, Laughing Gnome. But anyway. Uh, And last up, one minute over. Jazzy Jazz says, What should happen with the season now? We covered that, Jazz. His recommendation was the season. To, uh, is the end of season now rather than playing any matches behind the closed doors and no relegation and European qualification places are wanted uh, top three to come up from Division 1 bottom six to go down in the next season Division 3 will have less teams as a result of relegation back to normal the following season and there endeth this week's Facebook question time right no no predictions. I'm going to ask you a quick question each because it probably is the end of the season. There's not going to be any players' awards, but I'm going to ask you to award your uh, camera of the year. So there's not going to be any play. Hold up. Why is there not going to be any? You could still there just have... won't be. Just trust me. Oh. There will not. We will not finish this season. Humor me, David. It doesn't mean you can't have any awards, though. Zig. Yeah. So, well, there won't be a with people. Um, it will just be there. What, with robots in? What? Yeah, here's your cup. You've won it. Well done. Hammer of the year. Great. Super terrific. Great. Um, David, hammer of the year. I'm still so impressed with how Robert Snodgrass has just... I, I'm to take the abuse he did and just still come and do the job and generally do it quite well. Uh, it's hard for me to overlook him. I'm a, I'm a big admirer of him. I, I'm going with Snodgrass. Okay. All right. Nigel. Oh, really? Snodgrass. John. Ogbonna. Uh, George. <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> be sensible. Yeah, be Byrne. sensible, George. Jared Byrne. Really? <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter, does it? Program. Why does it matter? Snodgrass. Well, it will be Ogbonna, and we've done a current Hugh poll of 1,000 people. Ogbonna got oh, there you 59%. Go, you go. That's it. That's the West Ham. sewn up. Hang on. It will. Yeah, so 59% let's, of the vote. So Rice 590 got people. That's your lot. No, 915 people. Ogbonna got 59. Uh, Rice got 20%. Snodgrass got 8%. And Antonio got 7.8%. Noble was the 
the next with 1.5 and everybody else was under a So a fan's vote that's open to any fan that goes to your site, be they West Ham or not. Every time we do a poll, this is the way it goes. I, I have a little bet with you for charity that Obana wins the Hammer of the Year. You just you said they're not doing it. Bet? They won't do one. Yeah, but they, just... they will do a vote, but it just won't be a, a player's award is what I'm saying. Any, anyway... Oh, anyway, anyway, we're done. Uh, that's let's just time. Uh, let's ask David while we have him here. We've cool. been told cool. we've been told today in in our neck of the woods to bunker down. Now we can't go to pubs, we can't go to clubs, we can't do anything. What's happening in your? You do, we've been, we've been advised we should not uh, do that because they're not enforcing today. Them. The yeah, enforcing of New anything. York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, all restaurants as of eight p.m. tonight cannot have guests. Only takeout and delivery. That's going to happen nationwide probably within the next few days. Pretty much every school is closed. My daughter is at her college right now, packing up her dorm room to bring her stuff home. My son did his first video class. Uh, there are bars, bars, restaurants, casinos, gyms, all public gatherings like that, closed. Gatherings of 50 people or more, two months, federal government, no. It's, uh, it's, it's unprecedented and it is an absolute economic catastrophe nothing short there's the answer yeah has it affected you uh 50 percent of my customers are restaurants they can't buy anything stores are not buying as much either because they're not going to have as many people coming in because people are going to be staying home um it's uh yeah i mean i there's no revenue stream across the board you know and then Long term, what if, and it's going to happen, some of these restaurants are simply not going to be able to reopen because they just, you can't, there's, there's nothing to support them. And the guy had months in advance to look at this. He saw it coming and he just doesn't have even so much as the slightest intellectual capacity to do the job. And he just let it come and take over the country. It was had a two and a half month head start. I don't. I mean, the stock market will recover, yeah. But these small businesses, they're going to be a lot that are just going to go down the tube. But he's made it clear he doesn't care about them anyway. He's going to go to jail. Yeah. Well, we we've. Well, um, how is it affecting you, John, and your business? Because obviously, well, my building my business. my business is going to be the supply chain. I mean, as long as our guys are still well, we've we've got various projects that that are not. You know they're sizable jobs, and there's not people living in properties and things. So, if our guys are well enough to go to work, and we can still get the materials to them, then we will still work until we are till it's been till it's made properly clear that you're not allowed out or anything. But at the moment, it's to you can go and do your essentials and work if need to. If you can't work from home, isn't it? So. But the the issue for us will be the supply chain, the materials coming in. Uh, George, how's it affecting you, mate? Uh, well, my job, I'm lucky. My job is uh, office based, and I am pretty much set up to work from home. Um, so, to, from that point of view, I can still function in my job fairly um, normally. Um, there, there would be a slight concern for my my business as a whole if if it does um continue in this way as it looks like it might um 
but it's kind of yeah no one really knows at the minute and um we a lot of my clients are local government um people and organizations so if they do end up closing down government and places like councils and um universities etc get shut down then yeah could could be interesting and finally, you, Nigel. I know. I know it's affected your daughter very much. Um, but how is it affecting your job? Um, my job it's it's weird. It's limbo. I'm now working on a construction site, um, and I'm supervising people. And as long as I've got people to supervise, I think I'll be all right. If the the, the workforce drops, then. Um, there'd be no need for me, which means they'll lay me off and I won't get paid. So at the moment... That's not good. Well, you know, these things happen. You know, I broke my leg once um, back in 2011. I didn't work for six months and I still survived. So... um, Still got the pie and mash to fall back on. Well, yeah, it was still home got, delivery, pie yeah. and mash, non-contact well, you know, delivery, pie and mash. If I get if I get laid off from the supervisor's job, then I'll just uh, go elsewhere. I'll just find you know. There's, there's. I'm I'm serious about the non-contact delivery, delivering to people in self-isolation, pie and mash to their door, non-contact delivery. Might have a little business there. Yeah. Just some idea what can be done, though. Um, what's his name? Macron in France has just announced 300 billion euro package by the government that, and he's basically come out and said that no business during this time will go under. No business will go bankrupt. How can they afford that? How can France afford well, 300 billion? They won't get the EU to pay it. <laughs> Who knows? So, you know, you think that government can support business because it is. I, kind of I, I get that. But I'm not sure Macron's got 300 What they do is they tax the people in two years' time. That's what they do. They borrow yeah. the money borrow and then the they money. tax it. They've got a 15 day time. isolation, the haven't they? Yeah. Anyway, what a great yeah, way to end the podcast. Yeah, um, well, we're used to that. Support West Ham. <laughs> well, it's, it is. <laughs> but it is extraordinary times, isn't it? It's got to be talked about. It's, this this yeah. is never likely to yeah anyway on, on, on that cheery note uh it's time to say goodbye um until we until next week maybe um i've been when sean and nigel uh, come back yeah <laughs> david has david? been <laughs> i've been me <laughs> nigel has been <laughs> david holdsink uh watching color rain against logs and uh logs have gone one new up John has been. I've been extremely happy and optimistic. And George has been. George. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bye. Only 11 minutes over our target of one hour. Wash your hands, people. For 20 seconds. Sing this theme tune while you do it. And stop panic buying toilet roll, for Christ's sake. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.